Greetings, everybody. I am Diamond Perry, the host and creator of the Couples Podcast, um, which is hosted and created by me and my husband, my significant other. We've been really enjoying doing this podcast. It is one of my newer ones. I do have several other podcasts. Um, I am available on all social media networks as well as all digital platforms. So definitely um, tune in to some of those other podcasts as well. I created the Diamond Perry Show in 2011 um, as a radio show. I created it with the intent of becoming a TV show. So um, I do have plans to be on TV within a month. It's already set in stone, but I just like to kind of go with the flow of where God moves me. Too, but um, I should be on TV in a month. Um, the last last podcast that we did was over female providers or fe- the woman in the relationship that is making more money. Um, is she considered the provider or the leader of the relationship? We got back a lot of positive and great um, feedback on that podcast show. Um, For us, he is definitely the provider and um, his finances are definitely larger than mine. But um, even if I made more money than him, he would definitely be the financial provider. I like to shop a lot and we kind of talked about that. Um, at the end of the show, I spend a lot more money than what he does. I do save, but um, I don't save or budget as good as he does. And that is the reason that he is the financial provider. As far as I'm concerned, and the way that I was raised, the husband, the man is the provider. Um, He is the leader. I think it's very important that we respect our men as leaders. Um, Men were created to lead. It's not that women can't lead, but a man has to be able to lead his household. He has to be able to lead in the relationship and, you know, provide and and care for his family. That's a part of being a man. So um, that's definitely our beliefs. But we did um, give other examples and situations of if a female was financially the provider, is she supposed to provide and lead the relationship as well? So we may kind of come back and do um, like a part two. I think it was uh, pretty good. I think it turned out very good. Um, He gave an example. The example that he gave, I totally disagree, but we do both agree um, on the man being the provider, and um, that is how our relationship goes. That's how it's always been. Um, So I guess it kind of gets down to, you know, finances, who's better with money. Um, In my first marriage, I was actually the provider. He was a financial provider, but, um, you know, made good money. We both made good money, but I guess maybe in a sense he wasn't, I'm not going to say he wasn't responsible, but I took on the responsibility of making sure that all the bills were paid. So when he got paid, he just gave me his paycheck. Um, so that I could take care of bills. 
you know. And I mean, it's good because he still, you know, provided. So financially, he provided. Um, he provided a lot of things, you know, that men are supposed to provide. But I guess it was just that little thing right there. Um, you know, the way that I was raised, my father, he made sure that the mortgage was paid, the lights, it wasn't something that my mother was fiddling around, worrying about, um, hold on, let me, you know, make sure I pay the mortgage and stuff like that. So um, I do enjoy being with a provider. Um, he's a property owner and he's, you know, really into investing and investing his money and stuff like that. So. Um, I can learn a lot from him. He learns a lot from me. We learn from each other. And this podcast is all about couples and relationships, um, your point of views, our point of views. Sometimes we'll talk about things that we're going through. Um, it's just kind of like dialogue back and forth. And it helps other people who are listening and who interact. And also, you know, with their own situations and relationships that um, our audience might be going through. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about um, appropriation uh, when it comes to your mate's phones. I'm gonna talk a little bit about it and later on or tomorrow, he and I will come back and we'll do a show together where we'll both talk about it and we will go back and forth um, with our thoughts and, and he'll give his point of views, I'll give mine. I already know what his is. Um, so the question is, is it appropriate to go through your mate's phone? Should you ask, Should you have access to their phone, uh, meaning passwords? Um, would you go through and read their texts and social medias? Well, today, no. But once upon a time, um, I was in a relationship where my mate was unfaithful. Um, I just want to say he was a serial cheater. And, um, you know, we were a little younger. Obviously, the relationship didn't last for too long. It, it went on for a while, but um, it was one of those situations where um, it shouldn't have been. We've, we've all dated someone that um, we shouldn't have dated. And that was kind of one of those situations. But anywho, um, he was a serial cheater. And so what would happen is I would go through his phone, you know, to find out, is he cheating again? What is he doing? Um, is he talking to anyone? Is he texting anyone? Not because I was insecure, but because he had the history of cheating. So I wanted to know. All in all, um, every other month I would find out there was something different that he was doing or he would always apologize and apologize and cover it up enough just to come back and do it again. You know, um, I started going through his social media. I was changing his passwords and different stuff like that. And it wasn't, like I said, it definitely wasn't a sense of insecurity because I'm very secure. Um, what a lot of people don't understand is um, when you're dealing with a cheater, they cheat because they're insecure. It's something that they're not getting and it has nothing to do with their mate. It has nothing to do with, um, oh, he or she is not satisfying me, so I'm going to go out and cheat. That's not what it is. It's, um, it's insecurity and, and he and I actually... Um, 
we could be cordial to this day. I don't hate him or anything, but um, in the long run, we had turned out to be friends. And we did um, talk about it, and I actually talked about it on one of my older um, podcasts. And he, he actually, you know, told me that he had self-esteem issues. Um, he had a low self-esteem, and it was a lot of things that he dealt with, um, even in high school, that he carried over into adulthood. Um, just him not feeling adequate. Um, he didn't feel that he deserved me and the type of person that I was, the type of woman that I was. And I don't know, sometimes when people deal with inner insecurities and um, just situations that they're dealing with um, concerning themselves and their self-esteem, sometimes they could be in a good situation and just mess it up, you know, um, for no reason at all. So it definitely had nothing to do with me. Um, I never felt the kind of way, but I did go through his phone all the time until I realized one day that going through his phone, it just, it will never work. Like it wasn't gonna change anything. He was still who he was. He was always going to talk to other women. He was always gonna use social media to cheat. And um, it just, it never changed. It never changed. Um, I changed the email, the password. On the Facebook, I deactivated the page. Um, I did a lot until one day I was like, I'm too good to do all this. Like, I don't have, I don't have the time. I don't have the time or the energy. Um, it was actually taking up too much thought process, too much space um, in my life. Like, um, I had a radio show at the time. I didn't have time to be going through his phone and trying to find out who he's talking to. And once I went through his Facebook messages, he was, I mean, messaging like, I wanna say over 50 or 60 different women. There was no way that, I mean, he wasn't seeing them all. He wasn't having sex with all of them. But, you know, it was just like conversation and stuff. And I like to research different things and um, before I ever did the podcast show on that, I realized that someone that talks to that many women or, you know, even if it's a woman and she's talking to that many men, a lot of men, they can't possibly give themselves to all of those people. It's definitely an issue of insecurity. You know, um, he was talking to women that, um, were having problems in their own relationships. I read one of the messages and it was a chick and she was saying she wasn't getting attention, you know, from her mate. I guess he felt like he wasn't getting attention from me. And, you know, he was telling her what he felt she needed to hear, you know, and maybe she was doing the same for him. I don't know. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you live and you learn and and even in that relationship, even though it shouldn't have been, um, I'm just a firm believer that God makes no mistakes. I matured um, a lot afterwards. I would never um, touch my mate's phone and, and go through my mate's phone. Um, I'm a firm believer in what's done in the dark. And, you know, it always comes to light. So if someone is doing something to me, I'm always gonna find out. Another thing that I do, um, 
of course you hear me talk about my relationship with God all the time. If I want to know something, I just ask God to show me and he will, you know, so um, I would never be worried about my mate cheating on me. Um, how am I going to find out? Let me go through his phone. No one is perfect. Everyone has cheated on someone, even if not in your current relationship, maybe a past relationship. Everyone has been unfaithful or untruthful at least one time in their life. So none of us are perfect. Um, I'm not a cheater <laughs> and um, he's not a cheater, but you know, I'm not gonna say we've never like, we've never had our problems, but we have dealt with each other for so many years. Um, we're good. Like we're good friends and we can talk about things and you know, come to an understanding. We are respectable to each other. Like we respect each other. So that's one of the biggest things is with me is respect. It's respect, it's, it's honesty. Um, we can just keep it 100. He says 1,000, that's what he says. Keep it one, you know, with each other um, on how we feel about certain things. Um, and we just, we have such a high respect for each other that we don't have to sneak behind each other's backs, um, you know, and do different things. And I feel like we're satisfied, you know, with each other. When you start looking outside of your relationship for other things, um, it opens other doors. Unless, you know, you have an open relationship and that may be something that we'll talk about on another podcast. Um, there are so many people now that are into uh, polyamorous and, um, you know, polygamy relationships and stuff like that. And if anybody listening knows of anyone who um, is a polygamist or if anyone who's listening is in a polyamorous situation or relationship, you can contact my show. I'm definitely um, interested in doing a story um, on that. And I think I have put that on other posts as well. I'm very interested um, just for my own knowledge and for the knowledge um, of my audience and people who are not very familiar as well. Um, visit me on YouTube. I'm gonna start going live on YouTube once I get into the TV studio and um, different things like that. At the end of March, I'll definitely be live um, for each and every show, but I'm still gonna provide, you know, my podcast. I've been doing podcasts and stuff for years and I really enjoy them. <laughs>